So, so speaking of what happened last time, does someone want to give us a, a summary? I honestly would if I could. I genuinely have no idea what. Well, happened. I guess it's been two weeks. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, last week was the um, the big restaurant caper. Is that right? All oh, right. Ramen noodle caper. The noodles among the... us. Pa- panic at <laughs> Briscoe Noodles Palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Panic at the Briscoes. With Taylor Swift whistle. We went to the cool new noodle shop in town where everybody was chowing down. After getting Cliff out of prison. Yeah. Right, right. We I'd forgotten he was there entirely, as did everyone else. <laughs> um, it sounded like we had to get him out. He was released. Y'all didn't do anything. I served my sentence. We didn't need our help. And then um, <laughs> we took him out to a nice noodle dinner, and I noticed that there was some... Uh, strong magic in the kitchen, but I wasn't sure how important that was. And then eventually we noticed that the waiters, I think, were being like covered in noodles and were like being controlled by them, and that some of the noodles were attacking patrons. I accomplished very little, uh, <laughs> but other people did things like wrestle some of the uh, the waiters, and eventually we got into the kitchen where Kevin's character and my character decided about how we were going to blow up the kitchen with combusting oil. And then Iskra said, what if we just cut off the head? And that worked fine. And then I think we still tried to burn everything. And she said, we don't need to. And then... What a Debbie Downer. Yeah. I know, Tabitha right? saying that I'm we so didn't boring. need to just... Well, I guess if we blew, we burned everything up, there would be no bodies for her. Exactly. Yeah. I That's can't work MO, with though. Ash. Well, we don't yeah. leave bodies. We didn't leave bodies. We didn't. Well, we'll get there a nice were very stockpile in I the think basement. There were no deaths. Is that right? No deaths yeah, at the there restaurant. There were no no deaths. That is correct. I feel like there was some sort of ghost around. There was specifically no ghosts around. That's right. Which is weird. The absence for... of ghosts near near the Noodle Palace. The absence of ghosts is my emo band. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think a zombie and a ghost can come from the same person? Mm. I mean, it's like that Nincada, that Pokemon. <laughs> okay. I don't know Pokemon, Jeremy. I've seen that one in Go. Do you remember what you found inside the pot of noodles after you set the pot of noodles on fire? Oh, another another magic rock, right? Or a similar yep. one? Yeah, which merged with your rock to make a super rock. Also, all of the people in your rock are gone now. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happened last time, almost exactly. Y'all did happen to see a couple of your friends from the first season. There, Mylara Clev of the Red Sashes was up there with some of her lieutenants, along with Taylor Swiftwhistle, who was a former Lamp Black, that y'all had turncoat against the rest of the Lamp Blacks and helped to dispatch Bazo Baz. As I recall, someone actually killed Bazo Baz, right? I'm pretty sure I stabbed him in the head, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody knocked him out, and then Tabitha stabbed him in the head a bunch. And I think you have half his ghost in the bottle? Yes, because the other half... Yeah, got away. We ha- I had another ghost fight. There was a ghost fight involved. I thought it just disappeared. Yes. Didn't all of those ghosts in his rock disappear? Uh, yes, they did. They expired like a library loan. What? Like a what? The library gives out loans now? When did this happen? You know, like audiobooks. You know, like you you get a lend of an audiobook from your library. They just disappear. It just disappears when it's, <laughs> when it's gone. Yep. Vanishes into the ether. That's what I try to tell my library, but they still want their uh, 
overdue charges. Uh, so you saw Myleric Love and her lieutenants. Uh, you also saw Rorik in Lissa's body talking with a woman and uh, Karth Oris, the mercenary captain in the payroll of the Hive. But you didn't recognize who the woman was. Oh yeah, so that's why. How we know. How they know. How it's known. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense. Alright, uh, so last time, you've already done all of your downtime stuff. I know we did that at the end. Y'all told me that the next heist that y'all want to go on is to capture territory, specifically for the informants, which is right next to the lair on the crew sheet map. Uh, which means that y'all have a fair, fairly easy access to it. Uh, so while you are going down about your downtime activities, um, a few of you heard about some opportunities that could potentially lead to new informants. So Iskra, while you were receiving a new shipment of bodies from your friend Eckerd, uh, the body thief, you were chatting up with him and he'd let you know that uh the word on the street is that the spirit wardens recently uh detained a renowned medium and are using her to access the ghost field to gain more detailed information on the recently deceased uh, that struck you as a potential opportunity for you guys to maybe if you were to liberate that person from the spirit wardens that could uh lead to them helping you out getting more information okay so this is a person who is being held captive by the spirit wardens like that she's not just working with them for pay or whatever yeah like eckard seems to think that this person was lifted off the streets uh after ah. the spirit wardens found out about her particular set of skills. That's fun. Nothing like a little casual kidnapping and slavery. Hell yeah. I was being sarcastic. So, Sophia, um, while you were at the Old Smoky, seeing your friend Clyra, who owns that particular tavern, uh, you heard a rumor about uh, Madame Teslin, uh, who is the uh, mistress in charge of the Red Lamp Brothel in Silkshore. Uh, her name came up because apparently uh, someone from the Silver Stag Casino, the proprietor of it, uh, Helene, eloped, or not really eloped, uh, but uh, one of Madame Teslin's best girls went to the casino for a night with Helene and hasn't returned. Perhaps getting in good with uh, Teslin could open some avenues for more information, since lots of things come out in Pillow Talk. I mean, you stopped me. I mean, you've, you've won me over at Brothel. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's no more discussion to be had. And my Lara of the Red Sashes, uh, she probably gets in contact with Cliff and uh, has him over to talk to him about how there in Crow's Foot, there's a place called the Strathmill House which takes in a lot of different orphans. And some of orphan? them are trained to be laborers. Some of them go off to be sailors. Don't need training On the Leviathan that. hunters. Just check them on a boat. And others are trained in the arts of being out there on the streets, being lookouts. 
kids hear things that adults don't always speak to other adults, so it's easy for them to hide and overhear stuff. And birds. she was thinking that perhaps you could come to some sort of deal with the headmaster of Strathmill to recruit those children with those particular skills. Yeah, we could uh, put them to use, and when they grow up, they could join our ranks. Yeah. So, uh, but those are the different possibilities that y'all uh, gained information on if you wanted to uh, get some informants. Those are some easy opportunities for you. Easy being not necessarily that the heist itself will be easy, but that, you know, you don't have to put any work into, you know, getting that opportunity. Uh, my vote is the brothel, but the Strathmore School, Strathhome House, Strath uh, might be <laughs> better because it's in our home territory. Where did you say the brothel was? The brothel and the casino are both in Silk Shore. That's close enough. Uh, the spirit wardens are stationed there in Charter Hall. They're actually right across the canal from you guys to the north. And uh, what's the deal with the spirit wardens, you said? So the spirit wardens are the faction that are in charge of taking care of the recently deceased. Right. So there's the Bellwether Crematorium that's right across Wormwood Bridge. And whenever someone dies, the bells start ringing there, and the spear wardens try to find the body before the ghost is able to break its way free from it. They have, like, these special crows that go and start circling wherever the bodies are at to help them locate them. So they're kind of sort of like first responders to... For, but only for dead people. They're last responders. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I think that y'all have a negative one status with them for some reason. Y'all got it at the end there. I think it's because... I keep stealing corpses. And souls. Yeah, I think it was uh, <laughs> something that John did with the dead bodies and the ghosts. Blew them up with lightning? No, I mean, I've been keeping spirits in my rock instead of letting the spirit wardens, I don't know what they do with them, but... I mean, the spirit wardens... You've seen Ghostbusters. Take, ...take the bodies and burn them in the crematorium before the ghosts can get out. Right. So we talked about ways to get more contacts, and Sophia thinks that the brothel one sounds like a good idea. Is that, like, gonna be a um, clock that she works on? Or what? So this, this, these, this these are the three fruit. potential scores. Yeah, these are yeah. the three poten potential heists that y'all could go on. Y'all could either either try to rescue someone that's been captured by the spirit wardens, rescue someone that has been has gone to the Silverstag Casino and disappeared, try to convince the Strathmill House owner, uh, headmaster rather, to uh put his children in your service rather than whoever they are currently in service to. I kind of like the idea of having a little street urchin informants, mm -hmm. but it sounds like... I'd be good with, I'd be good with that, too, at least because that's in our district, which is helpful. Yeah, my, my issue is that loyalty is going to be a thing. They're children. Yeah, but like someone else hands them a, a, you know, a sucker and that's it. No, no, no. Yeah, children are extremely clannish. You just tell them that the other people are bad, and you ingrain that in them from birth? They will believe it for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I do like this in our territory, too. I think that makes it safe. Right. 
I mean, having, like I had said before, you know, like our Baker Street Irregulars, I think that works <laughs> with the type of stuff we've been doing. Right. So I'm, I'm in favor of the Kid Army. <laughs> <laughs> they have a handler, Jeremy? Is that what you said? They, there is a headmaster of the Strathmill House. According to my Lara Clev, that person is the man you want to talk to. Okay. Do we want to do some recon on him first? I mean, we probably know him from about town. So yeah, if we're going to convince this guy to join Team Moxie, you know, we need to put up something to convince him of that. I think it's going to take more than money to do that. So knowing something about him, whether it's a vice, some dirt, yeah, that's Anything sort of what I was thinking. You know, we just want to have yeah, helpful. some leverage if we need it. I probably know about the death rate at his orphanage. Has it spiked recently? What if you went in there, Virgil, and you just blew somebody up with lightning? And then you were like, you better what? help us, man. What? Blow up something else. <laughs> that's an option. I can remove my stress now, so. Oh, we could also not do that. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be my, my first idea. All right, so we should gather information first about... Yeah, that's what I would like head, to do, Jeremy. About the headmaster. Yeah, Jeremy, you were saying something? Yeah, so how are y'all going to gather information on him? Sneak and spy people. and talk to people and uh, look in the newspaper. Like sort role, then. Can we do, do this as a group action? I'll allow you guys to take the best set of whoever's doing it. Uh, whoever has the best consort. I have no consort pips. I don't think I do, but I've got two. Yeah, I've, got two. I've got two, but I can get a third with Cloak and Dagger, so I really have three. Okay, I've got an ability that lets you uh, lets me assist you guys for free, so how about you roll and I'll assist you? There you go. Okay. Yeah, so I'll uh, put on a costume. I'm going to say there's some kind of, like, really, some kind of, like, little old lady social program where, where, where like, the richer people who feel bad about the, there being poor people go out like hand food to children in the street urchins and stuff. Yeah. It's probably not very well funded, but I'll, I'll, I'll look like one of them and I'll talk to some of the local street urchins and find out what I can about this guy. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make that roll. A six. A two, four, six, three. But a six. All right. Eight. A six. Okay. So what kind of food do you hand them out? It's like, it's bread. Clyra, the tavern owner, when she brews beer... Uh, uses uses the extra grain to make bread, so it's you know decent bread. I bet she uses that like brewer's yeast to make it too. So it's you know, brewer's yeast is just yeast. <laughs> yeah, used by a brewer. Yeah, it's, it's not so. Different. So yeah, uh, you get a crowd of uh, of kids around you, yeah, and they're uh, pretty happy that you're feeding them. They're getting kind of talkative. Go ahead and ask them a couple questions. We'll just ask about if they know the academy and like how that, you know, what's up with the headmaster and what's, what's it like there? You know, any rumors? Yeah, so uh, a couple of them uh, actually live there at the Strathmill house. You know, some of the others are just, you know, kids about town. But yeah, you're able to find a couple of the orphans and talk to them. They say that the headmaster, Mikalash Cage, Jeremy, please. Wait, wait. Jeremy, God. you can't just let that go. I Now I have a headache. There it is. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm sorry. The name of this person is... Mikolash Cage. Go straight to hell, Jeremy. <laughs> What's wrong with that name? Is this a joke? I mean, it sounds like you've just taken Kalashnikov and run with it, but... No, it's Nicholas Cage, because Jeremy can't be stopped. I, I don't know who this is that you're talking about. 
Okay. You don't know who way, Nicolas that's, Cage is? That's way Go worse. to hell. I, I thought it was <laughs> just an AK-47 reference. Which would have been clever, but like, kind of lowbrow, but this is just, I mean, it's typical Kush. I mean, last so, time we uh, had to endure Taylor Swift whistle, and now... So now Taylor this. Swift whistle was randomly generated. I'm just gonna, sure. you know. He sure did, he did say I'm... that. Uh, so Mikolash Cage... <sighs> Is the headmaster of the Strathmill House, a quiet, studious man with a big silver mohawk. Uh, you know, some of the kids are a little bit afraid of him. It seems that recently some of the children who have been going to the Strathmill House uh, haven't been coming back home, specifically after they go on errands to the crow's nest. They're probably stuck in the elevators. <laughs> so do I get the feeling that, is, is this headmaster well-liked, or is he like a roadblock to be removed? The kids like him about as much as you could imagine kids would like a man in authority like that. He's kind of strict. He makes them go and do stuff they don't necessarily want to do. He's not particularly personable with them after hearing the different things that he has the kids do that uh he's totally in the pocket of rorik <laughs> and that he currently has these kids spying for rorik makes sense i feel like i mean the crows are doing nothing wrong and we want these kids to be spies anyway so the fact that they're already acting as spies is like fine yeah we so just... I'm, I'm not sure what well, not sure what the opportunity here is we just also want them to spy for us there's obviously plenty of virgins around. I can't imagine that Rorik is using all of the children in this area. Like, there's probably enough to yeah. go around. I mean, how many urchins so does were, one it, gang need? I mean, in Blades in the Dark, whenever you take territory on the crew sheet, you are taking it from someone else. So this true. this is going to be y'all taking informants away from Rorik. So well, it then will I be, don't want to do that. Then maybe we go to the brothel. Because the brothel's not controlled by the crows. Or the casino, is it, rather. Is it, Jeremy? <laughs> or are fair. you going to have us start shit with the crows no matter who we go to? Right, right. Okay, yeah. So it's I, I got confused. Crow. So Rorik is the guy in charge of the crows. That's who right. Who we are currently friendly with. Yeah, he's the ghost that y'all put in Lissa's body. that I put in. Yeah. So I see good reasons not to steal his boys. It does seem kind of suspicious that uh, Malera pointed y'all in that direction, though, once y'all realize this. Well, just because we're friends with the Red Thashes and friends with the Crows do not mean that they are friends with each other. Exactly. We could double down on our, you know, um, alliance with Malera and screw Rorik and the Crows, but... Who's got a higher... Tier? Yeah, tier. I'm pretty sure the Crows have a higher tier right now. Yeah, because uh, crows are the, are the boss of the district. Right. The, Red Satchers are just other gangs. So, let's see. Right. The crows have a tier of two, and the Red sa uh, Actually, the Red Sashes and the crows have the same tier level now, because the uh, Red Sashes uh, beat the Lamp Blacks. Yeah. Because they are both a tier two strong. You currently have... Three status with the red sashes and two with the crows. Let's review the options we had talked about. So there was this one, which could potentially damage our relationship with the crows, because in order for us to get uh, children spies, then that could at least be interpreted as taking away a resource from Rorik, right? Yeah, so that, that seems like probably a 
an unnecessary disadvantage. So th- which one was the brothel, Jeremy? Uh, so Sophia had heard from Plyra that one of uh, one of the madams in Silkshore was currently looking for one of her best girls uh, who had disappeared into a casino. I see. That was the casino one. Right. Okay. What, what do you guys think? We want to investigate that a little bit? I think so. I, that was The brothel was kind of my second choice. Since I was a little hung up on the orphanage idea, I think it would be good to expand our territory, not only in the on the character sheet, but also geographically. So I think a move into uh, Silk Shore would not be a bad choice. Okay. Let us head to El Casino to find this madam. Time will come soon when we do, we will have to uh, put the crows in their place, but maybe not today. Yeah. Uh, if we've got all these choices, I sort of feel like it's unnecessary to step on their feet at this point. Is Silk Shore, is that where the, um, bro- the um, casino is? Uh, it's where both the Red yeah. Lamp Brothel and the Silver Stag Casino are. Okay. We know this less per- this person was last seen at the casino, so I guess the assumption is that that would be a good place to start our investigation, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it sounds right. Do we want to try and do some sort of, like, investigate role like we did for the dude? I can't think of a good way, because this is sort of a, a timed event. I think, I mean, it's a social score. I think we just... Just go there? Yeah, I mean, the social connection is the girl yeah. who we're looking for. What's her name? Uh, you don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know what the lady, the person who's missing his name is? Uh, I mean, Clyra didn't know. Hmm. Okay. Clara just heard... Her just heard it was somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be that if she ran away, right, then maybe doing finding out more about her could be helpful. If she's so, been kidnapped yeah. or something, I don't know, right? So. so maybe we can gather information at the brothel to find out about the person we're looking for. Okay. That seems like a good place to start, then. Can we do that, Jeremy? Yeah. I can, Hold on. I can consort that again. All right. So what is it that you guys are trying to do? Going to gather information at the brothel. Where the, where the lady has disappeared from. We want you to know, find out more find about out, her, like, I think. Her name, and like, you know, their relationship to the casino owner. So. What does she look like? Okay, so can I consort with this madam? Don't let me stop you. Ah, 622. We're all here, here to take your case. We're friends of Clara. Yeah, yeah um, so you're familiar with the Red Lamp. You've probably been here before, before you settled on the Silver Swan, being your pleasure barge of choice. But the Red Lamp is a pretty nice establishment. Uh, So Silkshore itself is a district that's riddled with canals. Um, Most people tend to get around here by gondola rather than uh, walking. Uh, like, you you can walk, for sure, but it definitely makes it easier, and it's less roundabout if you go by boat. Yeah, we'll, we'll go by gondola. The uh, ease here is uh, a section of Silk Shore that is just riddled with vice dens, brothels, food stalls. Uh, there's exotic scents of spices that waft down from open windows uh, into the canal as uh, the gondolier takes you up Starwater uh, towards the Red Lamp. A few ladies of the night call out to you uh, through beaded curtains, 
advertising their wares that they wish to share with you. But eventually you do make it to the Red Lamp, a fine establishment that looks, it's got a very, like, Japanese sort of pagoda look to it. It's got a facade of red wood. There are paper lanterns uh, hanging everywhere. I in I guess in this world that would be uh, is it a Rubian? I think it is a Rubian actually, because that's it's the same sort of style that the Red Sashes uh, headquarters is. Uh, when you go inside after you talk with a few people, you do eventually meet with Madame Madame Teslin, an older woman with a refined beauty about her in in a subdued kimono who comes up to you. Her hair is up in a tight bun, and uh, she sits down to talk with you about, uh, since it sounds like you're interested in helping her out. Mention our mutual friend, Clara. Make small talk for a few seconds, and or for, you know, 30 seconds, and then let's get to the meat of the, meat of the matter here. One of my girls recently went to see a regular client of hers, uh, Helene, of the Silverstag Casino, but she has yet to return, and she is in high demand here at the Red Lamp, and I would very much like her back. Perhaps the uh, Helene herself could be encouraged to not keep my girls past their required time. So poison. Is this is this a regular thing? I mean, is it c- common for you know a girl maybe to stay an extra day or so, or? You know, on an outcall like this? Or? It's not unheard of, but there's normally at least coin exchanged in the matter. We try to take good care of our girls here at the Red Lamp, and I don't look kindly on them just disappearing. Now, Helene, she's respectable. She's well known, but I can't let word get out that people can do just whatever they want to my girls or keep them as long as they want. Helene is the the John or the the customer, I think. No, Helene is the customer. Yeah. And what can uh, Madam T- Tesley here tell me about the girl? Uh, well, her name is Millie. As I said, she's a very popular girl here at the Red Lamp. Helene is well known here in Silkshore. There was nothing like this. Isn't even the first time that uh, Millie has gone to see Helene at the Silver Stag, but. She's always come back in a timely fashion. Or if she did stay, there was at least a notice given so that, you know, the other clients weren't left unattended. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll take a look. Do you just want her back? Do you want anyone reprimanded? Yeah, I mean, do you, do you want us to send a message or, or, you know? I do, in fact, want you to send a message and it is this and another girl comes from behind a curtain and brings out a small brown package tied with twine and say just put this somewhere in helene's room bring my girl back and uh from what i understand you're looking for information Mm -hmm. anything that my girls hear that could benefit you and your group i'll gladly share i assume uh, you're looking for discretion in this box? Yes. It's only for Helene. Alright, I'll take the box and, uh, take a, take, take a, a long look at the merchandise here in case I need a new vice purveyor in the near future and head out. Alright. I, I will also take a long look at the merchandise here, but for different reasons. 
I leave. <laughs> I never opened my eyes the entire time. Virgil has everything he needs from his demon lady friend. And then some, oh, from what I hear. You guys. Sweet you guys are sexy weird. demon. It's Tara and I, she's like my mother. Gross, dude. It's not better. <laughs> you get how that's worse, right? No, I don't. I, I, I still don't get what you guys are talking about. We commune with the demon gods. We drink some ectoplasmic energy. It's normal. I don't need sex. I have my mom. So, I didn't so say I don't you, when need you, When you talk sex. about the, the FBI files, those are the kind of things that go into that. Yeah. All right, let's go check out the casino. It's, uh, that's our actual score here today. Right. It's 7.15. Let's actually get onto the score. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I pull him out of my side, and I, I want to have a, a, a short conversation. Okay. So there's a guy... Uh, his name's Flint. I know he used to come here. Have you seen him recently? Didn't you kill him? No, we haven't seen Flint. In some time, he he did send some money to clear his credit that he had with us, but... Hmm. Interesting. Okay, thanks. You flag down another gondolier and take another slow boat ride to the Silver Stag Casino. As you cross underneath the Taffeta Road, uh, this is probably about the closest y'all have been to the Lightning Barrier for a while. As you go down the ring water underneath Cannonball Road, you see the Spark Grounds, which is a... Uh, a wide pavilion underneath the electroplasmic fence, keeping the ravenous spirits out of Duskwall. There is a circus in town that you can hear Calliope music, you know, ringing out across the field and into the canal, slowly receding into the distance. You can smell the elephant ears, which I guess are big mushrooms fried up right now and coated with powdered sugar gotten from somewhere you do eventually make it to the silver stag casino a large glittering building centered here in laguna uh, as you enter the building your ears are assaulted by loud music the sound of the attendants calling out different bets that are being placed at what is it king's stave or is it king's dick which one was it that it oh it depends how classy the establishment they, they is. call it king's stave here for sure <laughs> uh there's a roulette table uh, or several roulette tables. There's all different manner of gambling uh, can be had here. There's even a fancy new uh, machine that looks fresh from the Sparkwright Tower, uh, in which you can put in your hard-earned coins and you can pull a lever. Different fla lights flash, and depending on if the lights match up or not, you seem to be getting coins. It's very, very new, very bizarre. There seems to be a lot of people crowded around it. Um, why don't y'all make engagement rolls? Or a engagement roll? Is that just a d6? Uh, so you're not on hostile territory. You've got the d6 for luck. What else could you possibly get a bonus for? I mean, our plan isn't necessarily very daring. We're just going to go there and poke around. I mean, we did have some 
contacts providing us aid, and the, the madam told us about yeah. what's going on. I don't know if that's really aid so much as the job. Yeah, that's fair. I would like to roll Tinker to see how this machine works and what exactly it's doing. Uh, we can do that after the engagement roll. I think we're just at one. Well, I guess what tier is the... Uh... Uh, I'm just going to say it's a wash as far as the tier goes. You're not going to be at a plus or a minus there. So is that just one d6 then? Yeah, you roll it from the crew sheet. You can do it if you want. Oh, fuck. All right. That's a one. We wanted to say we wanted to do more desperate actions, you know? Yeah. This is a good way to start it. Okay, when you walk into the casino, you notice that a lot of the patrons, in fact, I think all of the patrons are actually like wearing different kinds of masks. They're kind of like car- like what we would call like carnival masks. Uh, when you walk up, there's a bouncer who uh, looks at you up and down, sees that you don't have a mask and says, do you have an invitation? Yeah, I mean, you haven't heard, you you don't know who we are? You think we're party guests? That's rather insulting. Uh, so you're trying to sway this dude? <laughs> yeah, we're obviously, <laughs> we're obviously meant to be here. We're not simple guests. Do we need to choose alone, too? Technically, yeah. I'll, I'll, I almost always go normal, unless stated otherwise. Yeah, I'm going to go normal as well. I mean, I do have a mask. I do have a sheaf, a large sheaf of documents that I, like, it's, like, it's sealed up, but I pull it out. As if it's obviously, you know, what it's not an invitation, it's obviously like our orders to be here, you know, and I wave it in front of him, you know, angrily and then stuff it back inside my coat before anyone can, you know, get a good look at it. It sounds like Sophia is trying to make it seem like y'all are supposed to be there. Make his way at desperate action. Uh, desperate, um, I'll say it's normal effect with that sheath of documents that you have. And I will assist. Yeah, you can if you want. I'm, I got a pretty good roll, but if you want to assist, I'm not going to stop you. How many dice are you rolling? Five. With your help, five. So I think I'm okay. I think four's okay. Yeah, four is yeah, pretty I'm, good. I'm using a form of covert misdirection, so. All right. Oh, oh look at that. Six, one, six, six. Fuck out of my face. <laughs> For the people at home, that was a six, one, six, six. Three sixes. So yeah, um, he looks at the uh, sheath of documents and glances over it and you can tell from the glazed look on his eye that this guy can't actually read and he said "Mm, very good uh if you forgot your mask you can get some more at desk over there Uh, concierge the major demo y'all just throwing words around (laughs) look isn't that all speaking is are we not simply (laughs) just throwing words around at each other to make a complex tale we weave words have meanings roger roger uh, so y'all go to the the chip butler and. <laughs> I mean, you had you made it weird now. <laughs> uh, so y'all go to y'all go over there and he passes out some masks to you guys. What do they look like, Sophia? What's your mask look like? Mine looks like a look like a cute fox. Mine's raccoon colored. Raccoon colored. Yeah. But not shaped. What do you mean shaped? <laughs> it's a mask. Is it just like a domino mask that's raccoon colored? So it's just a domino like, mask. Like a pizza? What are you talking about? <laughs> you put a pizza oh on God. your face. <laughs> <laughs> a gray and black and white pizza. It's mushroom pizza. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like uh, like Kevin's like logo in Discord. 
Yeah. Which is a very adorable raccoon sticking his head out of a pizza pie. Yeah. Uh, what's Cliff's mask look like? Are we? I mean, we're like a year into this pandemic. I've definitely brought my mask and have been wearing <laughs> it the entire time. There's a pandemic going on in Duskfall. Oh, shit. When is I there not? Like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably twins for something simple. Just, uh, I guess, like you said, a domino mask with just a simple pattern on it. Maybe uh, like, something like a clown face. How about that? Wearing a clown face. Okay. So we got a clown mask, a raccoon wearing a pizza mask, a cute fox mask. And is Iskra getting another mask to put over her Plague Doctor mask? Uh, no, I'm going to stick with the Plague Doctor mask. It's a mask. That's all he said. <laughs> My mask is raccoon colored. So it's got, you know, like black <laughs> patches around the eyes, you know, that type of thing. So, But is not a pizza. That was a joke. <laughs> so we've got our masks from the El Chip Butler. Yep, from Chip, Chip Butler, the concierge. This is, that's that's I, not his title, that's his name. Yeah, his name is I Chip hand Butler. him the, a toothpick that I stole from the, um, uh, from the brothel and say, here's a tip for you. Clean your teeth out. With this used toothpick. He says, ah. Oh, I didn't say I used it. Very, I did, but I didn't say that. Very good, disgusting. sir. He takes it and visibly breaks it in half and throws it into the wastebasket. It's a waste. Is that as opposed to shame. invisibly having done it, Jeremy? Because... Like, most people can't do well, that. Well, within, within my line of sight, I think, is what Jeremy intended. Is that right? The world may okay. never know. All right, what y'all gonna do here? Let's poke around. Right, so there's... So we know who we're looking for. So Millie is the name of the woman who we're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And the name of the client was what? Helene. So we've got Millie and Helene... You may have said this, Jeremy. What is Helene's relationship to the casino? Is she like the owner or this is just where she is? Yeah, she is the owner of this casino. That is correct. Yeah, we probably want to look around for Helene. I mean, if there's a... No, we want to look around for Helene's room. Yeah, like if there's a manager's office this way sign, you know. Is there, Jeremy? There a sign that says manager's office this way? Um... Because that'd be easy, you know. You always want to know where the manager is when you're at the casino, right? I mean, Karen does. I I wouldn't... Maybe there's not one visibly. But invisibly. Ooh, it's hidden. Wow. Yeah. There's a, the is there, are there manager. blood streaks on the ground from bodies that have been carried to the uh, manager's office, Jeremy? Oh, man, that sounds like a... Uh, that sounds like you need to make a survey roll or something if you're trying to find a place like that. No, I mean, <laughs> I assume that the floors are clean. Are they? Uh, yeah, it's pretty immaculate in here. Yeah, that's what I It's not very much like a real casino. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say we would just kind of walk around. Maybe we split up. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, does someone have survey? I've got one tick of it, yeah. Can anybody beat one? Going once. Going twice. We're in a desperate position, no. is that right, I mean, I, Jeremy? I can, I can, uh, yeah, you're all in a desperate position still. So. I'll assist you by pointing out things that are not as obvious to someone who maybe hasn't spent as much time in places like this. Okay, so I think I'm just looking around, trying to see if, you know, it looks like there's security guards near a particular hallway or door. Um, so it's a desperate action. Standard effect, Jeremy? Yes, yeah, standard effect. And one bonus die from uh, Kevin helping me out. 
I a roll six. a six and a four. There you go. So we go with the All six. All sixes tonight. Um, so as you're walking around, you find a, a stairway that's leading up uh, in a side alcove. It does look like there are two guards that are standing nearby. You also notice that the main floor of this casino seems to... It's got vaulted ceilings, and there do seem to be, like, balconies off of the second floor. There are a couple of people milling about up there, looking down, but not, like, a ton of people up there. It looks like that might be a members-only club from the jackets that they're wearing. The games going on around this doorway is there's that newfangled Sparkrite machine, and there is a lizard roulette. So there's like a visible um, uh, balcony, you said, right? Uh, yeah, uh, there is very obviously yeah. like some sort of second floor up there. So my character is adept at like climbing and stuff. So if we need to, we can, I can get up to the balcony there, I think. So I kind of mentioned that to my, my teammates. Mm. But that would be pretty obvious. That would be pretty obvious, yes. People would be able to see me. As far as we know, Helene's a decent customer. She's just holding on to this, uh, this lady longer than she needs to be. Anyone got a better idea than just trying to tell the guards we need to see Helene? So if, if this girl, Millie, is here, that would kind of make me assume that maybe they bring you know, her and her colleagues here to, to work? Is that a fair assumption or, or not? We think she was here to have sex with Helene. Right. Now, that was the impression I got. Okay. I could look into the ghost field to try and see where people are, but I don't know Helene's or Millie's. So I, I suspect it would be hard for me. Well, we could either snoop around her private quarters to get information, or we could try to get the information out from someone who would know, a um, you know, an employee maybe. Yeah, well, currently we're standing at the foot of a staircase where there are some guards, and we think that her office is up those stairs. Do we want to break and enter, or do we want to interrogate, I guess is the question. I mean, I would think we could ask around and see if anybody has seen, like, hey, have you seen Helene around? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I, I mean, one of my, my thoughts was, you know, if in a stereo, stereotypically in a casino, whoever makes noise, you know, they gather attention pretty quickly. If someone's not there just playing games. So I suspect just asking questions might draw her out. Um, or her security. Maybe a bartender would be a good place to ask. Bartenders usually know their shit. And their spirits. So let's walk up to the bar and ask the bartender if they, they've seen Millie. I have a very bad most of the talking roles. And I can sway again if you'd like. Yeah, would this be a sway? charm logic deception i mean if you could talk about why you need to know where millie was i'll use i'll use consort because i uh i've got um if someone wants to help i'll take it but i'll leverage my background as, as old ship's quartermaster i was always having to get spirits for the crew so i'll look at some of the bottles up back and pick out a few ones that i know were hard to get and kind of like you know use that as my cred like oh you got you know dutch port up there you know that's very uh very rare to see it this far north or you know whatever the hell yeah. Right. Sounds good to me. Okay. A anybody able to help? Uh, we'll make that it's still desperate, but with a great effect. I can help. You know, fair is fair. Okay. Four, six, four. There you go. 
Nice. Uh, so you go up to the bartender here and uh, you start chatting with them. And eventually when you bring up Millie, he like raises an eyebrow and says, uh, why are you looking for Millie? Uh, she's one of my friend's favorite girls and hasn't been back to the, the red lamp in a while. Everybody misses her. I, I'd say you'd best get used to that it, from what I understand. Uh, she works for Helene uh, exclusively now. Permanent job. Must pay real well. I, I don't know the ins and outs. She seemed happy last time I saw her. And he like points up at the uh, balcony and you see uh, two women like leaning, along, uh, leaning against one of the balconies chatting with each other. I'd say, Sophia... Uh, with your background, you've probably spent a good amount of time in Silkshore. And while kiss yeah. like gambling's not exactly your vice, you've probably been around long enough to know Helene. You recognize her from looking at her, but you never put the face to the name. But you know you've gotcha. seen her around. Actually, I don't think you would recognize them because they're all wearing masks. Uh, so yeah, there are two women uh, laying up there. One's wearing a red dress with like a white fox mask with red stripes on it. And the other has this sh like uh, a black sequin dress wearing a silver mask shaped like a star. Everybody up there has special jackets, right? I'm, I want to ask the bartender how you get... Uh... Hey, you got a special jacket. Oh, it's a members-only jacket. You got a... Like high rollers, or...? Well, if you know how to get the jacket, you've already got the jacket. That's an exclusive club, that level. Are there any people with jackets on this floor, or are they all upstairs? They are probably all upstairs. Hey, you make a luck roll. Just roll a d6, let's see. He rolled a 6 first, though, so we'll take the 6. Okay. As you're looking about, you see a couple come in wearing the jacket... And they're milling around, talking to some people. There are some hangers-on uh, who come up to shake their hands and chat for a little bit. But it does look like they're slowly making their way towards that staircase. A couple, you say? Yep. Hey, Esker, you perfected that knockout powder yet? <laughs> uh, not yet. And also, I would not recommend doing that in this crowded of a room. Well, there's probably a dark corner somewhere. I'm sure there's a dark it's, corner somewhere. It's a round room. It's all corners. Right. Thank you all for listening to Moxie. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment on SoundCloud, podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you'd like to hear more from Jeremy, you can check out his Amazon page. If you'd like to see some of the cute squids and other sea creatures, penguins, and whatnot that Tabitha makes, you can visit her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Alright, so that is it for now. So thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. So yeah, I mean I don't I'm not gonna I'll just I'll go off to him and I'll uh, I'll look very surprised. Oh, he's, he's, he's wearing a mask, isn't he? You recognize the mask though, of course. Yeah, what does tell me about the mask? So this mask is it's like the uh, stylized visage of a Leviathan. Not like not like what a leviathan actually looks like, but like what you would see in a play of a character who was representing a leviathan. Uh, yeah, I'll, so I'll go up and I'll, I'll get really close and I'll kind of, you know, feign some surprise and I'll be like, oh, it's you again. I, I ne I'd never forget that mask. I never thought I'd see you again. And I'll get like really close and just ignore the woman that he's with. <laughs> 
All right. What kind of role should that be? I mean, um, it's probably sway. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to use either charm or bluff. Tinker with his soul. <laughs> uh, are we still desperate? Yeah, Always. this sounds pretty desperate to me. All right. Four, one, two, one. All right. I believe I will... M- so that's a regular success, right? Uh, so Well, it's a mixed success. I'll take the mixed success. Let's see what happens. So for a very brief moment, this gentleman seems taken aback, but then he latches onto your arm tightly and says, Ah, yes, it has been a while, hasn't it? And uh, he seems to have been uh, wooed by your charms. Yeah, I mean, I hope he and I can have a repeat of the last time we were together, you know? Yeah. I'm curious if he wants to have a drink first or if he wants to go right into the bathroom. Damn. (laughs) Just all business. (laughs) All the time. So yeah, he's going to start leading you towards that stairway. Yeah, all right. What what does his partner think of this? Is she fine with, uh, is this a threesome action opportunity here? Uh, No, she seems to be uh, hanging around downstairs talking to some other people. (laughs) Left her there. I nudge Cliff and I say, hey, she's got one of those jackets too. Why don't you uh, see if she's game? See if she's game. I'm going to go over with Cliff. I seem to be fiddling with something. Let's see, I'll, I'll start at the bar, so I'll get myself a drink and another drink of something nice. And I will mosey on over to her in the corner or whatever she's doing and offer her this drink and uh, introduce myself as uh, Johan Treviolta. <laughs> and uh, you're perpetuating oh the cycle of violence. <laughs> <laughs> say I'm just I'm taken, you know, taken by her beauty and offer her this drink and. You know, please just give me a few minutes of your time. We, I, I must, I must know who you are. Okay, go ahead and make that roll. This is consort, right? Uh, is that consort? I'm consort. I'm about to consort. Say. I'm about to consort with her. Consort, consort with connections from your heritage, background, friends, arrivals, again, resources, information, uh, people, or places. So no. No, I think this would be sway. Ooh. Yeah. Charm, right, so charm or logic. I mean, it's rules written in sway, but there's always a little bit of wiggle room there. But if you can figure out how to make it consort, I'll go with it. You know, I've got connections with my lawyer buds. I could take a risk and try to name drop somebody. Like, hey, do you know big name law firm? I could have swore I saw you at a party of his. Remember, she's wearing a mask. Ago. Yeah, but who yeah. could forget that butt? <laughs> <laughs> she got an ass like a Pixar mom or what? You can tell she doesn't work for a living because carrying around that ass is a full-time job. <laughs> I kind of tr- you and I approach this woman and I'm just sitting there trying to be the official and you're like, damn! Girl! Okay, <laughs> you can get a plus one die from Iskra being your wingman. Yeah, uh, well, it'll be sway, I'm sure. That uh, I can't really think I'm a chemical work consort. Still desperate, though, right? Still desperate. All <laughs> right, a six, six and three. All right, uh, don't forget to uh, mark experience for all of these uh, desperate rolls y'all been making. At first, she seems slightly put off by what Iskra was saying, but then she looks at you in your... What kind of mask was it you were wearing again? Uh, clown mask. <laughs> so sexy baby (laughs) 
Uh, well, I guess you got real lucky with your choice of mask there, since she's, uh... She's in the clowns. She's suddenly yeah. intrigued. Maybe, maybe she's from the circus. <laughs> yeah. And oh, she, uh, she hooks your arm and starts leading you upstairs as well. Oh, upstairs, okay. Uh, Iskra... I'm just gonna follow along behind them, like I belong with that group. I mean, like, when you try going up the stairs, the two guards stop you. Uh, please, she's with me. She's my, uh, maidservant. Rude. Rules are rules. She, she can wait for you down here. So I was going to hang out somewhere in the casino where I can keep an eye on that balcony. Okay. Standing at the roulette table, making small bets periodically. Uh, who's got the package? Uh, I have the package. Okay. What about Iskro? What are you going to do to hang out? I'm going to go check out that machine. What's going on with that? All right, let's check out upstairs while y'all are doing that. So, uh, Sophia and Cliff, uh, your escorts take you upstairs to a small smoking room uh, that's attached to this balcony. Uh, there does seem to be a couple of hallways attached to it. Every now and again, a member of the waitstaff will come with a tray laden with some sort of sparkling beverage that smells very strongly of alcohol. A handful of people here wearing those members-only jackets uh, with their various masks on. Uh, one of them has the star mask, one of them has the fox mask as well. There's one that has a mask like a pawn. Like, there's just a variety of different kinds of masks up here. As your uh, friends, your escorts come up here, they, uh, let's see, what kind of mask do they have? Uh, so the man that you came up with has a mask like a, uh... Leviathan? And uh, everyone up here greets him like they only say, Ah, Leviathan, you have joined us. One thing that you notice as they're all talking with each other is that they are referring to each other as the mask that they are wearing. It's not weird or anything. I mean, I'll just let this play out, and maybe if, if this seems like it's going nowhere, I'll uh, try to, uh, you know, say I gotta freshen myself up in the little girl's room and use the bathroom. But really, I just want to see if this leads anywhere for now. Uh, so, uh, Star comes over with her escort, Fox, and uh, introduces uh, her to everyone. Uh, everyone, this is uh, Millie. She will be joining us, or joining me from now on up here. And Millie... Uh, in her fox mask, gives a little curtsy. Uh, you notice that, l much like you guys, you two, uh, she is not wearing one of those members' jackets. I'll make note that we're both wearing cute fox masks. Leviathan says, ah, yes, and uh, you, uh, I'm sure you all recognize my escort here, uh, Sophia. Does he say Sophia? Yeah, he says Sophia. I will give him a disapproving look. And I'll say that, I'll say, honey, you're ruining the game for everyone. He gives kind of like a smirk underneath his mask. And um, it's gotten kind of quiet up here. So everyone's kind of looking at you in particular, Sophia. It seems like maybe this guy recognized you when you made that mixed success. Cliff, what are you doing? My escort wasn't introduced at all. Everyone is referring to her as her mask. I don't think I described her mask. Uh, hers is a owl, so they call her owl. Okay. And uh, she says, uh, yes, this is my my escort. Johan, was it? Please. Clown. No, you have to earn that right. Oh, that's, that's how the game works. Yeah, Johan. The names are only for the members. I see. Well, yes, Johan it is. 
after the introductions, everyone breaks apart to start talking with each other. Sophia, you do notice that from time to time, you'll catch people, like, looking at you for a little bit longer than maybe they should, and then, like, when you notice, if you, like, visibly, like, turn to notice them, they look away like they weren't looking at you. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Millie if I can get her, not alone, but if I can get her, you know, sort of alone. Okay. I'm gonna kind of assist with that. I'm gonna, like, hang back, and if anybody tries to to get between you and Millie, I will, you know, uh, intercept and engage them in conversation. It's probably gonna be a desperate if Sophia tries to do it, but it'll not be desperate if Cliff does it. Why do you, why do you say that? Because of some stuff going on behind the scenes. I've kind of been outed, so okay, so you try it, and I will, uh... I will slip off to the little girl's room, or at least try to. I mean, is this this going to be some narrative reason? Is it because is it like a a reputation thing for Sophia? Does it seem like she's a little trust? Maybe Millie doesn't trust her, or or what? Does she just seem like she doesn't want to talk to Sophia? Like brushes her off? Uh, no. It seems like whenever Sophia tries to get close to Millie, someone moves to intercept. Oh, okay. That other people are running yeah. interference. On Sophia specifically. Reputation precedes you. Alright, well, if we deduce that, then yeah, sure, I'll engage Millie and you can run interference. Yeah, so you notice when Sophia, you know, excuses herself to go to the restroom, a couple of the mass people move in that direction, but don't necessarily, like, follow her, follow her, like, down the hall or anything, but, like, they make movements like they're thinking of going in that direction, but everyone, like, turns to kind of watch that way. For a yeah. bit, giving you a moment to try to make your move so you can make this at a risky standard. Alright, I kind of want to... I'm going to stress myself to get a bonus dice. <sighs> well, it's either that or a devil's bargain. Stress is easier to clear than heat. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's just stress, stress it out. Then. Unless you had a good idea for what the devil's bargain could be that it wasn't just heat. Alright, uh, well, I mean, I'm thinking of just kind of laying it out, like, hey... We're here on behalf of Madame Kessler. Teslin. <laughs> she wants you home. Yeah, she kind of leans over uh, while everyone's distracted from Sophie and says, you're here to get me out? Yes. Yes, exactly. We're here. Thank uh, God. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I was going to see gauge her reaction. Is it like, so, okay, she's stuck I think here. you've gauged it. Okay. <laughs> get me out. Like, she's saying this through gritted teeth, like, let's go. Get Get me out. Okay, do you know of a, a you know, under-whispered breath, like, is there is there a window we could jump out of, or something, or what? I could create a distraction. How do I we... thought you were the one to get me out. I mean, look, it's only a second-story balcony, so if if, yeah. if the rest of the team happened to be underneath, you could simply yell down, and they could catch you both as you leapt off. Yeah, or I could throw my grappling hook up there, and you could slide down the rope. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a, a bunch, bunch of options. options. The, the key is going to be getting to that balcony and then getting... Well, they're they're like, on I'm, the balcony. Like I said, I'm watching it. I probably would have communicated to you guys, like, hey, I'll keep an eye on this balcony. Just come out there if you need any help. If you signal to me, I can come and give you a point of uh, egress. Yeah, that can be a one-stress one flashback. Easy peasy. No roll needed. What What are the window situation on the outside of the building? Are there... I assume every room has a window or, or not? It's well, the upstairs, the rooms, the special rooms. So the, like, this little smoking lounge that you're at, 
uh, doesn't have a window necessarily. There might be one in those hallways that go off of it. A smoking lounge with no window. This I is mean, a great idea. It has this open balcony into the center of the room. Uh, there is a skylight in the center of the Silverstag Casino uh, with a chandelier underneath it. So if you felt like being really cool, you might be able to swing your way over there and climb up the chandelier to the skylight. That sounds like a terrible idea. There's <laughs> so many ways to die. There's also, you know, <laughs> you could try to jump off of the balcony or make your way down the stairs, you know. Back There's past the guards. Stairs right there. I could blow up this gigantic flashy machine by tinkering with it and wrecking it, uh, distracting the guards, and you guys could make your escape then. Yeah, distraction is nice. I mean, I like that idea. Yeah, so just signal to me, and I'll I'll pass the word on to Iskra. Okay, well, Iskra, make that tinker roll to blow up the world's only one-armed bandit. So am I tinkering or am I wrecking it? I think this is a wreck, I would imagine. Whatever is highest. I mean, they're the same, so... Wreck right. is, is, like, obvious. I think I don't if... know that I can do this in a subtle fashion, though. I mean, I could try. I can, you know, give it a shot. Sidle up to the side of it. You can make it give out a jackpot there or something. Go. You didn't want to oh, blow there it we up, go. That's actually but... a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you could tinker with it to cheat at it. To just make it, like, expel all of the money inside of it? Just all of it? That would probably get everyone's attention. Yeah. All right, what's my position? This is probably going to be a risky limited. Do you have anything that can give you greater effect? Uh, I have um, some fine tinkering tools. Okay, that that could do it. That's going to make it risky standard. So that's a five. I have a point of moxie. That five will jump up to a six. So that's a full success. All right. So the rolls were a five, two, and a three. After watching some of the patrons play that game for a little bit, you think you've got uh, how it works figured out when Virgil gives you the nod. Uh, What do you do to manipulate this thing? So I can see that it operates on a small system of uh, mostly just levers, but they're controlled by a tiny little probability machine that very obviously has a block on it to make sure that the probability goes almost entirely towards the house, which I understand it's a gambling place, whatever. Uh, so I'm going to take that off and then tip all of the output levers up so that the next person who pulls the play lever, they just get the biggest payout that is literally possible. Is that person going to be you so that you get all that money? Yes. They're not going to let me leave with it, but I'm going to hold it for a minute. All right. So <laughs> yeah, you crank that lever And the lights whir and flash, and after a moment, uh, they all turn red. All 16 lights turn red and start flashing. (laughs) Loud music starts playing that draws everyone's attention. Especially the people who work there, because that's not supposed to happen. (laughs) Yeah, as uh, (laughs) coins just start flowing out of this machine. In almost a comical fashion. Like they overflow the tray. They're falling out onto the floor. And these are like coins. They're not tokens that you have to redeem. They're just straight up coins. All of my pockets are getting filled. Alright, so every two coins is one load. So how heavy are you going to go? How heavy can I possibly carry? You've used one load to carry your tools, right? Or 
you say every two coins is a load? Two coin worth of coins. Coin is like a pound <laughs> like of coin two or something, right? I, I mean, I look up at the balcony. I assume that they saw the signal. You want to make your way down the stairs? I mean, that would probably be the less, uh, the least uh, obvious escape route. So what what are you guys going to do up there? So, I mean, there's money flowing. Uh, what what chaos is happening down below besides Iskra filling her pockets? <laughs> I mean, people are, people are, lo- everybody's looking, everybody's turning, people are scrambling towards it because there's money rolling all over the place and it's kind of a lot. So people are scooping it up, putting it into their own yeah, pockets. Right. And I assume the two guards at the base of the stairs kind of go move over to yeah. start doing should, like start control, a fight. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to throw an elbow right into the face of the person behind me. <laughs> that's my money. And then roll off, roll off to my left and pretend it was somebody else and just sort of disappear into the crowd. Yeah, you stuff your pockets full. Uh, there's definitely a distraction going on. Let's go to Sophia. Sophia, so you did eventually find a restroom along that corridor. Are you actually going to the restroom or are you doing other things? No, I'm going for... Uh... The, the the boss's room. It's got to be. It's got to be like. A, it's probably going to be the. Nalina's room's got to be like the nicest one, or the end of the hallway. It's got to be pretty obvious. Okay. Yeah. So you find a locked doorway. How big is the package? It is head sized. <laughs> hmm. That's extremely is, specific. Uh, the door is solid. It does seem fairly solid. It's not like there's a window in it or anything. Maybe it's got one of those like those above door vents you know what i'm talking about like the uh oh yeah the breeze breeze vents yeah yeah so i'll uh I'll, I'll i'll unscrew that and put the box through there okay make sure the box is like tied so it doesn't like bust open okay yeah i'll uh with that distraction going on i'll allow it and then i'll look for a look for a, a way out look for like a window to get out of here i got climbing gear so you people in your windows yeah, I don't think that anyone's going to stop you from doing that. So uh, you're able to find the window and lower yourself out. I actually wait. I'm, I'm kind of annoyed that nobody's like, no guards are showing up. So I actually wait at the top for maybe just a second in case I see a guard. Because I have like a one liner prepared and everything. <laughs> and then I probably get annoyed and leave anyway. <laughs> and on the way down, I'm like, it's the time you almost caught Sophia Jarvis. Yeah, the crowd loved it. <laughs> yeah, like I say this one minute to myself, and then, you know, skate, skate down the thing. Okay, Cliff, what are you doing as the raucous noise of a money riot is happening downstairs? The commotion is happening downstairs, but the people up here are probably laughing at, you know, the pores down there, right? Yeah, yeah uh, all, like once the noise starts, the different masked members-only people show up and uh, start, you Searing. know, chuckling at everything. You can see like the sides of the person who is wearing the star. Uh, she goes pale a little bit <laughs> as she sees the amount of coins spilling out of that machine. But the others are chuckling and saying, "Ah, star, we told you that that machine was a bad investment." <laughs> cool. So with my left hand, I'm going to firmly uh, grab Millie's arm. My right hand is going to go into my my jacket, pull out a pistol, and fire it into the ceiling. Why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> this he is... just wants us to have more heat. He wants to get back to prison. He it so much. <laughs> I'm doing this because I, I can't take her with me at this point. The the people up up here 
they don't really care. They're not really focused. On, I mean, they're focused, but like if I take her down, they're gonna see me and they're gonna stop me. I mean, I they're not facing the stairway. They're not looking they're at like, the stairs. No one's watching the stairway. No one's blocking yeah, the stairway. Yeah, Go they're quickly. they're at the balcony. The stairway is off to the side. Yeah, I don't think you have to make this harder on yourself. If there's no need to it, then yeah, I'm just going to stroll down the steps with Millie, and that'll be it. Here we go. Sure, <laughs> just make a final prowl check to make sure they don't notice you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes risky. Sense. They got their Overwatch on. Risky. I I'm going to give you a bonus die because of the distraction. Three. Oh, that's not a good. Three. I'm going to use my Moxie to make that a regular success. So that's a mixed success? Yeah. The roll was a three and a two. All right, uh, so you start going down uh, the stairway, and as you start getting to close to the bottom, you hear Star call out from the top, Millie, no, get back here. Guard, stop them. And the two guards at the base of the stairs turn around. I attune to the ghost field immediately and compel a ghost to scare the guards. <laughs> nice. All right. Or I attempt to Sure, do that. that sounds pretty desperate since you're doing it quickly. Sounds like a great idea in a yep. crowded room. Yeah. You know, Moxie, they love scaring well, crowded places with ghosts. My god. I guess I could do something different. Dude, that's, no, that's totally think? us. Do it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Jeremy, great effect, right? Extreme effect. I, I, yeah, it'd be great effect if you can get this to work. Desperate, great. A four. Heck, I'm gonna use my, my right. Moxie to make it a full yes. success. I would love this to be the ghost of a leviathan. <laughs> yeah, there, those don't exist. I'm sorry. What? Oh, come All on! Right. They don't have how about a regular spooky... How about a carny? Yeah, Why do leviathans... No, leviathans do exist in this world. Yeah. There's a whole ghost, like, wall to keep <laughs> that from happening. Like, it's a whole thing. But it's an old one. It's from before the wall, in the before times. No, sorry. They they sucked that out and pumped it into the fence a long time ago. Well, what did you think the fence was made out of? <laughs> so I'm gonna try and and make this ghost become visible in such a way that it's mostly the guards who are gonna get the brunt of the panic. <laughs> Maybe like I'm having it pop up like right in between them. Yeah, the ghost of this a juggler, juggler the scariest carny. Go for the juggler. <laughs> yeah. What's he juggling? Well, he emerges from one of their chests and he says, Would you like to play a game of balls? And he starts throwing eyeball, like, shaped balls, like, up in the air in front that's of him. that's a thing All people right. do. Yeah, so, no, those, yeah. uh, those guards definitely blanch and fade back into the milling crowd. Uh, Cliff, it sounds like you might need to, uh, make a, uh, resolve check. I'm wearing a so clown mask. Yeah. That protects me. Yeah, see, that's why I chose it to be a carny. I knew, yeah, there he gets added protection, Actually, Jeremy. I don't He's see it. You have a I don't see it. You have a fine spirit mask, don't you? I mean, that just means. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do, but that's 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 for oh, something okay. different. But yeah, he's supernaturally terrified if he sees the ghost. It's a good thing the clown mask has the terrible eye slots, so I can barely see anything <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing how he tripped. He should get a bonus from his terrible vision. <laughs> terrible has he been getting a penalty on everything else this whole time can i stress myself for this kind of check or is it only a skill check so this is a like you're gonna roll the resolve check and you're gonna take stress uh it's six minus your resolve can check. i 
Can I add bonus dice? What I'm asking. I think you can, but I, that's a pretty risky maneuver. Because you're gonna take at least two stress if you like. It would suck to take two stress and then roll a six. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just two stress. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you're just gonna take one stress. He rolled two fives on his resolve, so he takes six minus five stress. Yeah, I gotcha. There is the roiling crowd of of money mongers down there. Uh, you hear the masked members club coming down the stairway behind you, but these two guards are no longer impeding your progress. Get out of dodge. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. When you guys leave, when you guys leave, Sophia's like leaning up against the railing, like you know, cleaning her nails. She's like, you know, took you guys long enough. <laughs> All right. How'd you get out here so quickly? Sophia will just give a very light curtsy, you know, and be like, a woman never tells. <laughs> All right. So you were able to rescue Millie Cypress from from the Silver Stag Casino. The box has been planted. All right. Hopefully it's nothing weird. It's All definitely right. something weird. I, I want to know who that guy was. The guy who recognized it, that's a loose thread for later. <laughs> yeah, so you're able to make it back to the red lamp. I, on the way back, I want to ask Millie what what, ha- what happened. Like, make sure she's okay, and that's what happened. Those, yeah, I'm I, I'm fine. Thank thank you for getting me out of there. Those those people are just exceedingly strange. It's. <laughs> Wait, does she know who Leviathan was? It's very odd because I could have told you, but I can't anymore. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and she's not lying to me, correct? Uh, no, she is not lying to you. All right, well, that's fair. It's weird, but I understand. And I'd say that, Sophia, you probably vaguely recognized Leviathan's voice, but could not put a face to that uh, voice or a but name that's... to that voice. So where did I recognize him from? <laughs> that's a great question. You make it back to... Uh, Madame Teslin's brothel, the red lamp, and uh, you get your payoff. So the uh, the ladies of the night of the red lamp, uh, all of the pillow talk that they hear is now yours. All of it? Because right. some of it's going to be really boring. Yep. Every single word. Or at <laughs> least the... Uh... I know John said he had a stop time. Do you want to do any of the payoff or do you want to do it all next time? Um, we can do it all next time if uh, we need to stop here, because I know that downtime stuff tends to run us about 30 minutes or so. I mean, we could get through payoff heat entanglements without taking very much time, and then do downtime next time. At least then you'd have a plan of what it was doing next. Let's do payoffs okay. and all that. So for payoff, y'all get that piece of turf that you're going for, the informants. So y'all nice. can go ahead and mark that off on your crew sheet. Congratulations. How much coin did uh, Iskra get out with? Uh, how much load of coin were you carrying, Iskra? I, oh. You literally never answered that, so I just said as much as I could carry, and I don't know how much that is. If you took a normal load, then you have like five spots. One of which was tinkering. If I walked in, if I walked in with a, f- a normal load, that doesn't mean I have to walk out with a normal load. So if I took a heavy load... That means I have five spaces for coins. So is that five coins or is it ten coins? You would have five coins because okay. each coin is one load. So I got five coins. And how, 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 unless you're going to be a greedy bastard, <laughs> uh, are you divvying that up normally or what? 
I mean, I assume we're getting paid for the job. Or was our payment just the informant? I, mean, I think the payoff is, is the turf, yes. Mm. I mean, maybe she'll throw in a couple of coins for putting putting the box where it belonged, but... Rep and coin. So two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier, this was a higher tier than you guys. Uh, so take an extra rep there, plus one rep per tier higher. Okay, so take an extra three rep. Oh, damn. Wow, all right. Y'all are tier one now, right? Yeah, so one more rep and we'll be able to advance again. Yeah, so you should be getting five rep total from this. The crew earns coin based on the nature of the operation and or any loot they seize. I think that's just going to be the coin that you guys got then. Because you also got the... Because the purpose of this was to get the, the hold. Yeah. I got five and there's four of us. So I'm going to give one of us each one coin and then put another coin in our group vault. So uh, for heat, we've got... Oh, sorry. Uh, when when we when our rep does improve, what, what do we have to pay for that again? Is it... New new tier times something? Yeah, it's going to be your new tier. If you don't know, then don't worry about it. Well, it'll happen. It'll happen next time for sure. So let's make sure we have enough coin for that. So for heat, I'd say that this was contained standard exposure plus two heat plus one heat for a high profile, well connected target. It was not on hostile turf. <laughs> and and no killing you were involved. not at war and no killing was involved. So three heat total. Got it. Although we might be at war if they ever figure out that I broke their machine. Well, I didn't break it. I just made it work a little different. Oh, well, they definitely know who you guys are, so. But looking at this, it doesn't look like you're at war with them yet. <laughs> so entanglements. Uh, your wanted level is currently zero, right? Yep, and he does fortify. So go ahead and roll roll for entanglements. It should be on your... Uh, I think it's just 2d6 take the worst in this case. Yeah. Right? Take the lowest. Five to four. They're all the same. Reprisals are unquiet dead. This was the same as last time, wasn't it? No, last time y'all had gained trouble. Unquiet dead is a rogue spirit is drawn to you. Reprisals is basically pay one rep and one coin as an apology to, to an enemy faction. Allow them to mess with you or yours, or fight back and show them who's boss. I, I mean, personally, I think I think I'm kind of fine with Unquiet Dead, but uh, I mean, someone has to probably deal with them during downtime. But we have a ghost person, so maybe he can just have sex with them. <laughs> that's that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Unquiet Dead, and I'll figure out something for that uh, next time. Uh, All right. I hope that y'all enjoyed seeing a different side of Duskwall tonight, going yeah. to Silk Shore. Oh, yeah. I was kind of thinking it might be cool to have a brief little period here where, you know, kind of explore other places in Duskwall, get a better feeling for the town rather exactly. than just Crow's Foot. So I wanted to give some opportunities to branch out a little bit there. No. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. We should do XP before we forget everything uh, we did. And then yeah. Call it there. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Uh, John, why don't we start with you since I know you're busy. I rolled two desperate actions, so that fills up my playbook advancement. So I'm going to earn something, right, from that. When you roll a desperate action, you mark XP in that action's attribute, not in your playbook oh, advancement. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I did the wrong thing then. Yeah, so for the things that you rolled that were desperate, you put that check mark in that skill. So like if you were rolling for study, you would put it under insight. So I rolled an attune and a survey. So for survey, I add one to insight. 
for a tune I had one to resolve, and that fills up my resolve track. There Correct. you go. And now I can earn another tick in a tune. As long as it is not your fourth tick. Yes. In order for you guys to start getting your fourth tick in skills, you actually have to you have to get mastery on your crew sheet, which is a four box advancement. Right. Okay. No, that that just gives me three ticks. All right, so then at the end of each session for each item below, mark one XP. I address a challenge with knowledge or arcane p power. Yeah, that happened. You ghosted the guards. Yeah, I guess that's good. I uh, expressed my beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Not overly. So I'm just going to give myself one, uh, one XP there. Yeah, you didn't really struggle with your vice. You guys made fun of me for my vice for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a struggle. All right, let's go to Cliff. I just a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Uh, yeah, I would say working with Al, trying to use her, well as using a fake name, I think uh, all counts for that. Okay, that gives me an advancement. Uh, you expressed your belief, strives, heritage, your background. Not really. I wouldn't say in any special way. What What is your background? Law. Yeah. I fought oh, the law yeah. and the law right. won. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I don't think it actually came up. Uh, but you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. Nope. So I just get one XP, which does give me a playbook advancement. All right. Uh, did you already have one in mind, or do you need to look them over? I'm just going to look them over. Okay. Uh, let's go to Sophia. Uh, I definitely more than once uh, addressed a challenge with deception or influence. That was kind of the whole my whole adventure. Yeah. And I did express my background once, but I think only once. So I'll take one there. Uh, and I don't really have any vice or trauma issues. The only vice issue is that maybe I may be uh, maybe Eldrin at the pleasure bar, just looking less and less you know excited. Now that I have my own like place to go, but yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. That could be something for the future. Uh, and Iskra. Uh, I did address a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. Uh, you did? Arguably. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, your background. Um, not really. Not that I can recall, anyways. Uh, and I did not struggle with issues from my vice, but just All the right. one. Okay. We've only advanced rep once, so, we, so we're tier one. We should be a weak hold, so I changed that. I know we're not tier one with the strong. Uh, that's correct, yeah. But, I mean, I guess this was a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage. We both burgled and sabotaged. Yeah, that's in the true. Of this adventure. So, I guess we marked two for that. Uh, yeah, go right ahead. If you're saying they were higher up yes, than us, they, they, they were, be. for sure. Like, much higher or only slightly higher? No, they were much higher. I'd give yourself two for that. I'll, I'll take it. Did we did are, we we definitely bolstered our I mean, our reputation as quiet professionals. They don't leave a body. I mean, nobody even saw me. I even waited for a guard to show up. Put the mark and didn't happen. So yeah, I mean, definitely there. Yeah, give yourself one for that. So that is going to advance us. We should solve the advancement next time. What about expressing the goals drives inner conflict or central nature of the? Crew? I mean, aside from I mean, I think we're starting to gel more as a unit. Smasher, Tinker, you know, Iskra was doing her thing, and Sophia was sweet talking to everybody and skulking around and cliff you know i think cliff was yeah, doing exactly. his stuff too and so is so is virgil <laughs> yeah so i think so so i'll, I'll mark it and we'll just, we need to note we should think about for next time what advancement we want to take if it's an ability yeah. or two track to um two layer upgrades okay cliff did you pick an advancement yet yep i picked weaving the web you gain plus one dice to consort when you gather information on a target for a score you get plus one dice to the engagement roll for the operation. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that is very nice. 
So we need to do the crew advancement, Unquiet Dead. I noticed a special thing in here called Profits, where every time the crew advances, each PC gets stash equal to the crew tier plus two, which I don't think we've done yet. No. Uh, and y'all have advanced a couple of times. Yeah, twice at least. Uh, once for once, Anointed once for and anointed. once for Trainings. Uh, I think this is actually the third time. This is our third, yeah. So we should have two... Uh, you should have four, and this will give you another three. So y'all should have seven whole... Seven stash. Uh, seven stash total, unless you cash some of your stash out. I've put some stuff in, some stash in, So, but yes. Yeah. Oh, there's, uh, how much stash do you have now? I have 13. Oh, that means you're no longer living on the streets. <clears throat> what is the That's coin weird. to stash ratio again? One in, two out. If you take a coin into stash, it's one to one. If you take stash out, it's two to one. What? That's a loss. Fuck that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like looking you invest in a four hundred one k that you and you retire. That's good. If you take the money out randomly, you you lose part of it. You know. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything that in particular they want to do next week, or do y'all just want me to come up with something fun? I know that there is talk about trying to move towards the hagfish farm so you've got informants already so you could go either the drug den or the infirmary route drug den gives us coin every downtime mm, that is nice i don't know how quickly do y'all think that we should progress along this uh map uh, i mean we're we're sticking with it i think we're fine yeah we're definitely going to turn our whole our hold into a strong next session yeah so there is that. I don't want us to, like, outpace ourselves. And I think it would make sense if we tried to get one piece of turf for every, like, advancement that y'all did. Or, um, or, or, like, crew advancement up to the next tier. So not, like, one, one thing per tier, but, like, whenever you go from weak to strong or strong up to the next thing. Because that's yeah. what we've done so far. But I don't know if that's too slow or... Because y'all shot up and rep this time around. Yeah, I mean, so, well, then, let, let's just do like a... Uh, does anybody have a, like a long-term project that might be a score? So I know y'all are still trying to find a fence to get your juice off on. Oh boy, that's definitely a thing you said. Looking for a fence, which still has... I mean, so, and we're doing a terrible job of filling that up, so, so maybe we want to make that into a score instead of an act, like, you know, fill it. Or actually try to fill it ourselves. Yeah, I think think that the way I was intending that was that that would open up a score. Well, but Loyal Fence is already right next to your lair, so that doesn't make sense. Well, I think they were they were like a unique type of fence, but... So I think either we finished the downtime activity... The, the way I thought it was going to go is either we either finished the long-term project and then we just get to trade the thing for coin. Boom. Or if we want to turn it into a score now, we just toss the, the clock and you make it into a score. At the end, we saw the thing. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be both. Yeah. Just be thinking about something y'all might want to do next time. Well, thanks, guys. It's been fun. All right. It's been real. All right.